there, hey, and thank you for listening to this hump day pod of Born to be a Star. Today is Wednesday, the middle of the week, and I am not working this weekend, so I am happy about that. Uh, yay. Can this week end already? Oh my god. I look forward to the weekends I have off, but I feel like I never have them off. I feel like I always have something to do. Like, man it must be nice to like actually be able to do nothing on the weekend I may never know what that's like because I will never have a weekend where I never have anything to do because when you work all week you don't have that life anyways moving on from the fact that I'm complaining about my amazing life which I need to stop doing I'm being a total hypocrite here I I apologize for that Um, I do have an amazing life and I'm very lucky to have the career I have and I'm very lucky to be where I am where I am in my life and also I get the podcast so really what do I have to complain about nothing so let me shut up um today is Wednesday another day another opportunity for us to recognize our star power another day for us to say the mantra of I never give up yes I can and why not today another day for us to stay regimented on our goals focused on our achievements for focusing what we're going to conquer what we're going to finish what we're going to complete and another day for us to say I'm going to do it. I'm going to do all of it. I'm going to conquer my fears. I'm not going to be scared of anything or anybody. And I'm going to get to where I'm supposed to go. That's the goal, man. That's what we're trying to do. So outside of that, let's talk about your star power. Today is another day and it's another opportunity for you to look yourself in the mirror and look at yourself and say, yes, I can do all those things that I said I was going to do. And yes, I can accomplish all those goals that I said I was going to accomplish. There's times where I don't feel like I'm going to be able to do things, especially in my career. And I could get a little just unorganized. I don't want to say unorganized, but it just feel like, what am I doing? But that's defeat, man. When you allow yourself to second guess yourself or think like that, you're allowing defeat to seep in and you don't want to allow that. You want to conquer that by all means and you want to be able to be strong. You want to be able to tell yourself, I can do this. I can accomplish this. I can succeed because that's the only way you're going to do it. And I know I'm not the only person that does that. I know everybody does that. I know that's kind of the simple thing to do. Like, am I really going to do this? Why is this happening? Why is everything so difficult? Why am I going through this? Blah, 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 blah. Like, there's always something. Instead of us doing that to ourselves, why don't we just say, I'm going to get this done. I'm going to accomplish this. And then do it. Like, that's what we need to be doing. That. Moving on from the fact that you are a star wherever you are and the never give up part means that you have to focus on your goals and you have to complete them. You can't stop something and then wonder why it's not finishing. That's not how life works. And why not today means don't put things on back burners. Don't be a procrastinator. Don't be indecisive like me. Don't let today go for tomorrow because tomorrow might not come. It could be the end. Like, you never know, especially with these insane morons talking crap about Russia every other day or China. Like, any day could be the end of our days in America. So if you live here, just... Live your dreams out now, man, because it might not happen tomorrow. Just saying. Moving in from the fact that you are a star wherever you are, let's get into one of our favorite parts of the conversation, which is no media allow, no media allow, no media allow. They lie to us, they lie to us anyway. So it's Wednesday and it's time for this Wednesday edition of No Media Allowed. I'm still not impressed with uh, New York going after Trump, but I don't really want to get into that. I just want to say, 
it's ridiculous that they keep attacking that man and just we should call them out every day just because they suck you have to reject progressive policies because they don't help anybody and they're not effective like these policies with them saying to defund the police how has that worked for these cities chicago new york california all these big cities right they're being taken over by homeless uh, drug abusers right all these cities all of them detroit cities of pennsylvania all these crappy cities these big huge cities are taken over by drug dealers drug users all these things and nothing good is happening and honestly are we going to sit here and pretend like they are happening because they're not are we going to sit here and pretend like a good thing is going to be accomplished by the situation i'm talking about because it isn't are we really going to sit here and act like something's better than it is because it's not these shitty policies that want to endanger like reg regular pedestrians lives are not okay the idea that you want to say that criminals aren't criminals and you want to let them out of jail early because you feel like you should be do that doing that or you want to act like black people can't potentially be like murderers and killers and rapists or one religion is worse than another and you want to claim that people that are religious have to make cakes for people because gay or lesbian people want attention like This shit's getting ridiculous, man. Like, I'm I'm almost at the point where I don't want to hear about Dylan Mulvaney dressing up like a girl, pretending that he is a female with a penis. You're not a female. You're just confused and you're playing dress up on TikTok and people are stupid enough to look at you. And you figured out a way not to actually have to do anything and get rewarded for it. So you're just another idiot. It's just idiotic, and I'm over it. Their policies are stagnated <coughs> to a minority group of people instead of the majority group of people. This country was founded on family and God. And until we get back to that, I don't know if we have a country. And these policies aren't helping anybody except for the elite rich that misuse them. Janet yelling continues to lie. Kamala Harris is a no. The Democrats don't like Kamala Harris. The Republicans don't like her. And she went on some show last week, or was it the week before that? I don't even fucking remember. And the guy asked her, what does she do in her job? And she brought up working for great Joe Biden, and she did not answer the question. And then he had to potentially save her. But have you seen the borders in the United States of America? That's her job. She hasn't done it. She laughs weirdly and her husband says that she's a normal woman. If if someone asked my husband a question about me, he'd probably bring up the fact that I'm a podcaster and I'm a trendsetter, right? Because I am both of those things. He'd probably bring up the fact that I'm also a tech whiz and I'm also in the comic books or video games. And if somebody asked me a question about my husband, I definitely say that he's really into uh, stocks and bonds. He's ridiculously uh, intelligent when it comes to fantasy with any sport. And he really enjoys like 
uh, mystery and um, he likes very intelligent conversations because he himself is extremely intelligent. Uh, he's probably the brightest person I know, honestly. Like, see, I just was able to explain my husband like my husband can explain me. Why couldn't she explain her job? Like her job isn't working for Biden. She has specific jobs, but she doesn't do any of them. We have the worst vice president in American history. She is legitimately horrible. And if Biden gets sick or dies or is unable to be the president, we are stuck with her. Who thought this was a good idea? I'm pretty certain she didn't do anything in her role in California because she's definitely not doing anything in her role as the vice president. She needs to get canceled. And they all canceled her, including Hillary Clinton and the one that pretended to be Indian, just like Kamala Harris pretends to be Indian, too. They're all they all hate her. And it's funny and hilarious to watch. Janet yelling continues to lie. Remember when she said that we weren't going to have inflation, but we have it. Just like remember when Dr. Fauci said that you couldn't get COVID if you got the vaccination, but Biden got COVID with the vaccination and the booster. Janet yelling is acting like we're not going to pay for these banks that we just bailed out. And then they're acting like they didn't just bail out banks. No, they did bail out banks. Yes, they are trying to do some crazy things like, Yes, they are. They are trying to nationalize banking. Wake up. We had that discussion yesterday. It's only going to get worse. It is. The banking industry isn't okay. The market isn't okay. The economy isn't okay. The policies that have been implemented in the United States have turned this country into an abysmal mess, right? The shit can't, we can't spend money that does not exist. We're in debt, $35 trillion. Debt. If you don't pay the debt, it doesn't make sense to keep spending money you don't fucking have. Just like you have a paycheck, right, from your job and you have to pay bills. If you don't pay your bills, your shit's going to get turned off. If you don't do your car payment, you're not going to have a car. It's going to get repoed. If you don't pay for your phone, it isn't going to work. You, you see what I'm saying? You, you see the expectation with bills and debt? The idea is that you pay it off. Moving into the next part of your com- our conversation, outside of the fact that Janet Yellen sucks just as much as Kamala Harris. Mm-hmm. Can't stand either one of them. Seriously. Remember how they said everything was going to be okay in 2008, yet they gave all that money out to people that couldn't afford houses and everything went to shit? It's happening again. And it's going to get worse. And do you know why the banks are going under? Because the Fed had to raise the interest rate because they spent too much money during COVID to bail out the United States that didn't need the help. They gave help when it was and it was unnecessary. And a lot of people got a lot of money that they didn't need for things that they didn't need it for. And now we are going into a depression, not a recession, a depression, because we're in a recession right now. Things are going to get worse. Wake up. The, the worst is yet to come. If you thought 2008 was bad, this is going to be far worse. We're in more debt. 
Social Security for retirement is running out. It's going to be null and void in 10 years, which means my generation isn't going to have retirement. And if you're going to live past 90 and you're 80 and you're 70 now, you're going to run out of Social Security. This wasn't supposed to run out, but they've done such a shitty job with our money in the United States of America that it is going to go bankrupt. Just like everything else that they touch. They destroy everything. And they're not happy until they do. Because all they see is one thing. Money. It's profit over people. Welcome to the United, the not United States of America. Moving into the next part of our conversation. Let's get into... Some tea talk, right? Here's some tea talk for you. Are people really listening to music? Like, when's the last time you actually went on Apple or whatever and knew what artist you wanted to listen to? When's the last time you actually listened to the radio station? I can't tell you any of the people's names on these radio stations. I can't tell you the last time I even listened to Howard Stern just because he's too left for me to listen to. Is anybody actually listening to the radio? What percentage of people is actually listening to the radio like that? I don't know. Another question for this T-Talk. If you're not comfortable with a service that you're receiving, can you move on and find a different person to do it for you? Let me explain what I'm saying, right? I go to the nail shop to get my nails done, right? Because I just find that that's easier, right? Because I was doing nail boo, but that just, it's a lot of work and time and effort for me to do it on my own. And I just don't think I have enough time to do that. But the question is, How does this work? Right? Because, like, I I struggle with, like, do I want my life to be easier or do I want to do something myself? Like, I struggled for years trying to figure out how to do my hair. And I finally just found a new hairdresser. I was considering going back to the old one that I told you took advantage of me. So I have one chick that braids my hair. Her name is Kat. Kyle does my color. And now I have another one named Chloe who does like extensions and things like that for me and I really like her and she does a great job so she's added to the list now after my experience with Alex I was considering not like putting myself out there considering that everyone's the same but instead of me being negative I didn't do that so if you're nervous about something and you don't think you want to trust something can you switch yes You can switch the person. Yes, you can switch the salon. Yes, you can switch whatever you want. And back to the beginning part of the conversation. What was the beginning part of the conversation on this? Are are people listening to the radio? Not at the extent they were once listening to it at. And I don't think it's going to go back to that. Boy, the tea was good today. And we talked about two topics on it. 
things are always changing and it's okay if they are. The importance of pet friends. You want to have a little furry friend in a house that you can take care of, that you can love, that you can treat with kindness. Because they'll definitely make your day better and it definitely will bring just joy and love to your home. It's always important to not be by yourself. And I really do think that having a little friend or having someone to have company with just really makes a big and a huge difference unlike anything else it's kind of the equivalency to like having a child or starting a family like you want to start a family you want to have kids you want to have that environment and a pet friend is definitely the beginning of that so I definitely invite everybody to adopt a pet friend or to purchase one like um either way find yourself a furry friend and have some fun and and little pet friends are fun especially like mini ones like I have a teacup Yorkshire and he is just like the center of all attention and he is just the life of every party and I love him and and I enjoy every opportunity I can get with him to just be with him and be in his presence because he's a little furry just he's the story of life and I love him more than anything he is my son like some people have actual kids but but Benny is my furry son and I love him just like any mom would love a kid literally pet friends give you life when you might not think you have one and like Dealing with everything that I've had to deal with in the past couple of years has been difficult, but having him here has definitely made a big difference, and I'm just so excited about that, having him here all the time. Like, I'm never lonely. There's always somebody furry to be happy about me coming home or growl at me when I'm leaving, and he has such a little personality. He is seriously the life of the party. So if you're looking for a little furry friend, you should definitely get one. They are amazing little creatures. You don't have to have kids at 20. Why is the idea that people should have kids at younger ages? I'm not saying you can't have kids at 20, but I'm saying why would you want to? Like, I'm not saying that you you can't, but I'm saying don't you want to, like, live your life? Like, at 20 years old, if I had kids, I don't think I would have been prepared for that. I think it was too wild. I think it was doing way too much stuff. I was still, I was in college, like, I wasn't in the mind space where I should have been having kids, especially, no. I really do think that you shouldn't have to feel pressured that you have to have kids and then you shouldn't have to feel pressured that you can't have them when you're older. Like, I feel like. This lady said something to me, right? It's the lady I did. Um, I I at my last church I did. Um, I think it was discipleship, and she said this weird comment to me about, "I don't know if you should have kids." And many people have made that comment to me, like, "At this point, should you even bother?" Like, why is the idea that I can't have kids? 
if I'm older than 20. Honestly, I don't think anybody should feel like they have to have kids at 20 or they have to have kids at 35. If if a woman can have a child at 45, I don't think you have to feel like that. The reason why I didn't want to have kids when I was 20 is because I wanted to mentally be prepared for it. And, and I want to give my child the life that they deserve. And honestly, I don't I don't want to be like like 40 and I have a 17 year old like that's my fear like you know what I mean like that like seriously that like no like and and I'm glad I didn't do that I'm glad I'm having the children when we're supposed to have them whether we adopt them or they come out of my vagina whatever it might be like I'm glad me and my husband are doing things in our own time frame and we're not falling into the trap of believing that we have to match up I are our ideals or our values with the society and with the environment around us. Like we're not doing that to each other and, and we're not going to be a part of that insanity. So there's that. Next part of the conversation. It's important to trust in his promise. And by his promise, I mean God's promise. You have to trust that God has a plan and that you're part of the plan. And sometimes it doesn't necessarily go the way you want it to. But you still have to trust him. I am a totally a worry wart. And I'm just concerned about everything. Even situations that I can't necessarily fix. And. It's concerning. It's worrisome. I, I don't know what's going to happen with this. I don't know what's going to happen like that. I. I, I try to be a control freak about stuff. I try to do all the stuff that I can't control. And at the end of the day, I have to just let go. Like, sometimes you have to let go. And it's okay to let go. You have to trust that God has it covered. And I like knowing that he has it covered. And I like not stressing. And I like not worrying out, too. It's nice not to worry. I don't have to worry because he has my back. And that's that. Stupidity is contagious. People like being stupid and then they like pretending that they don't know what's happening. They enjoy that. Well, you know what? I'm not going to take part in that. If you want to be stupid, be stupid by yourself. I am not going to degrade my mentality or my education to fit in with people that are uneducated to have a conversation. So I don't need to be involved with conversations with stupid people. And I will separate myself from that completely and entirely because I don't really want to be a part of those conversations. I don't want to be a part of a conversation where somebody has to insult another person because of education. 
and because they have experience or because they value education. I, I disagree with that. Let people be stupid and join and don't join them. Are people still still wearing masks? I see people with masks on in the grocery store or Target or outside just walking around and I'm thinking in my head, why do you wear why are you wearing a dumbass mask? Like, hello. Like they've admitted that the masks don't work yet you're still wearing it like what exactly are you doing wearing that mask nothing but irritating me but if people want to still continue to wear a mask and act like covid wasn't projected into something that it wasn't and act like the government did not take away our right to our own body and pretend like this isn't a muckery of a muckery of a muck of a nightmare and just totally abysmal then they can continue to do that. I will not be wearing a mask and I don't care what you think or feel about anything. There's that. The only time I'm wearing a mask is when I go to the doctor because they require it and I think it's annoying that they do that. But okay. Moving on to the next part of the conversation outside of the mask. Has anyone seen Cocaine Bear? I still haven't seen it yet and I don't really think that's going to be something I'm going to watch. I was going to watch it, but it looks just stupid. So maybe I'll just watch it to make fun of it. But I'm not watching to, it until it's free because... <clears throat> I don't know. That doesn't seem like a movie I'd pay to go to the movies to see. Do you know how much the movies cost? It's like $90 every time you go. Nah, I'm past. The Will Kane Podcast. If you like listening to podcasts like you're listening to mine... Give the Will Cain podcast a try if you want to listen to an interesting conversation about po- politics. Um, he has a really good view of things, and he always promotes his podcast. So I figured I'd give him a little heads up and promote his podcast on my podcast. Give it a try and see if you like it. Um, everything, everywhere, all at once. I still haven't seen it, and I don't even know if I need to see it. Ben Shapiro was talking about it, and he was like making fun of it, and it just sounds like something that I don't think I want to look at like there's all these movies where the characters go to like reality then they go back in time then they go in the current then they go in the future and there's just been all these movies that have been made and they're kind of like suck and like so I'm not gonna lie to you it's probably not gonna be anything I'm going to look at I'm not interested in it and I think I'm just gonna pass yeah not for me I don't think I'm missing out on anything either no. The Grand Tour. That's on Amazon. It's called GT. Maybe I'll give it a try, but I'm not even really sure what it's about. I think it's about cars. It looks kind of interesting, so maybe I'll give it a try. We'll see what happens. Moving into food with Star. Keto Mexican hot dogs. And I know you're like, what? So you take cheese, you put that in a pan. Then you take a hot dog, you wrap the hot dog in the cheese. Then you take onions and peppers and you put that like on top of it. And then you can top it with ketchup or mustard and you eat it. That kind of sounds good to me. I think that's definitely going to be something I'm going to try to make. And it doesn't require bread. So I really think I want to give it a try. Just saying. 
Um, moving on from the hot dogs to getting rid of bread. Like, I'm just not eating bread anymore. Like, if I go to Subway, I'm just going to get a wrap. So this is difficult. I have to get rid of everything that basically I eat, including pasta and rice and everything. I'm just limiting the carbs. Almond milk is full of sugar. My mom sent me and Skip this article to read, and almond milk was on it, that it had too much sugar in it. So I have to give up that, too. Keto crispy chicken sandwich. So how do you make it to keto crispy chicken sandwich? So you basically take two thinly sliced pieces of chicken. So you could tap the chicken out with like the the chick with the hammer, you know, and you could spread it out that way. Then I'm gonna put a little bit of oil in the pan, and you want to take the chicken and you want to lightly crisp it. Then you want to take a piece of lettuce and like one nice piece of tomato or maybe two. Then you can get some onions. Then I recommend you get like a light mayo or any other kind of sauce that you think goes appropriately with this. And then instead of using bread, you just take the two pieces of chicken and you put the other veggies in the middle of the chicken and you just made yourself a keto sandwich. Cut that in half, no carbs involved. That's how you make a keto chicken sandwich and it, it looks really good. And I think if they can make it on Pinterest, we can figure out how to make it in our kitchens. We should try that. Use lettuce instead of bread. Like, if you're making anything, whether it's a wrap, maybe it's a sandwich, maybe it's tuna fish, chicken salad, whatever you're making, wrap it in lettuce instead of bread. Like, if you're making a burger, take two pieces of lettuce and put the burger in the middle of that. It, I think you'll like it. And you can have that at uh, Five Guys or really any restaurant. Like, the next time I go to Five Guys, I'm going to ask them to wrap my sandwich in the lettuce so I can have the burger, too. No bread, please. Bread free. Which... Which coffee is better? So, last Saturday, I had to work and I decided to go get a latte, which I spent $7 on. And I didn't want to admit that, but I'm going to admit that because I'm never going back there again. I spent $7 on a latte in Starbucks and it was disgusting, but I drank half of it. And I couldn't drink anymore because it really made me feel like I was going to be sick. So, I ended up throwing it away to my office. But it was not good. And it just left me feeling like, why am I investing all this money on like a latte so instead of me doing that i'm going to be like i said making my own cold brews and making my own drinks at home i got this thing called javi where you pour a tablespoon of that extremely excited about that and i just think i'm gonna stay away from like coffee i don't want dunkin donuts i have a keurig and an espresso at home so in all honestly i don't really need to go to these places I mean, for what? Like, like it just irritates me that this crap costs all this money and it's not really worth the value because it's not really good. Like, it's just disgusting. Like, $7 for a gross latte? Like, like and these people are not that reliable. And I like baristas and all that. But shit, I could be my own barista if it's going to be gross. And I'm not saying that you don't want to be a part of your community and you don't want to be, like, a normal person at the 
daily Starbucks or whatever the coffee shop is. I'm not saying that. But you can't drink that every day and it's not worth that much money. That's what I am saying. So for me, I'm going to skip out on that. I know others might say maybe it was just the person that made it. But I don't know if that's necessarily true. I can't help feeling like I got had. Like... Honestly, I don't know if it was worth that amount of money. Like, honestly, it wasn't. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying, seriously, dude, I could have made a better decision for myself, and I probably should have. So guess what? I'm not spending all my money on that again. That's basically what I'm saying. Honestly, you could do Javi, you could do Nespresso, you could do the Keurig. Um... Blendjet has the coffee mixes. I got the lattes from Blendjet. So if anything, I think I could just drink that, honestly. Like, that's basically what I'm going to do. Honestly. It just feels like the smartest way to have coffee is if you make it yourself. Anyways, that is the end of the podcast. Thank you for tuning in to Born to Be a Star. And if anything else fails, make your own cup of joe instead of trusting joe at the local coffee shop to make your joe the way you like it. At the end of the day, it's your money, it's your time, it's your coffee that you're drinking. Whether it's a latte whether it's a cold brew make sure you like what you're drinking and don't feel bad about changing your mind don't feel bad about making things on your own time and don't feel bad about changing what you're watching and having the uh thought process that the movie theater sucks because it does thank you for tuning in to this hump day pod of Born to be a star. And I will see you tomorrow on Thursday. Two more days closer to Saturday, which is two more days closer to me not having to get up early in the morning. Thank God. I'll see you then tomorrow. Bye. Don't forget you are a star wherever you are. See you tomorrow on Thursday.